Hi, I'm Marilyn, and I want to welcome you today to Exposing Grief. When we expose anything, it becomes less threatening. To expose loss and grief will provide us with some emotional control. In 2020, we laid the foundation for these conversations. We spent 12 episodes outlining how loss and grief can and does occur at any age or stage in life. You can go back and listen to those foundational podcast episodes or you can begin listening today as part of your journey to become more emotionally and mentally healthy. If you have been listening this year, you know that I have resolved to work on my emotional health, especially where it involves interacting with others. Last month, I explained how I have a cell phone issue, and when I contacted the cell phone company, I allowed their phone tree to frustrate me before I was able to speak to a call representative. Needless to say, because of my frustration, the call did not go as well as expected. Well, I had to contact the cell phone company again this month. Of course, I prepared myself before the call and things went much more smoothly, even though I had an additional issue with their services. This time, the cell phone company has agreed to contact me in March to see if things have been resolved. I'm hopeful they will be, and that I won't have further interactions with them for a while. Sometimes it does take two or three calls to get a service issue resolved. I will update you again next month. This pandemic has been taxing on the mental and emotional health of parents, as well as children. Parents understand the need for mask wearing, social distancing, and even quarantines. However, being able to translate this understanding to our children has been challenging, especially to our youngest school-age children, who are around five to seven years of age. We tend to spend quite a bit of time preparing our children to attend school. We explain the fun they will have learning new things and making new friends, how they will learn how to read and do math by playing games, all of the things we prepare our children for. When it comes to going to school, we're totally upended. This pandemic has left us having to explain how they have to go to school from home in front of a computer screen. And on the screen, they can see their friends and teachers, but they cannot be in the same place with them. In many instances, our children have not been able to even be with grandparents, aunts, uncles, or cousins. It has been an entirely different way of living and explaining this to our children has not been the easiest task. One of the ways a parent or guardian can approach the explanation is to talk about safety. Most parents have introduced the idea of safety to children in this age group as part of their everyday lives. You have already spoken to them about safety around scissors, knives, and even hot stoves. As parents, we also talk about safety when playing near the street or even crossing the street. Safety is spoken of when we explain about not talking to strangers or going into someone's house without a parent being there. So as we talk about the pandemic, we can easily wrap that message in safety as well. We can explain to our children that we don't want to get our relatives sick, especially grandma and grandpa who may be older, or maybe there's a cousin who already has a sickness and we want to keep them safe from the virus. In fact, we don't want to get anyone sick, whether they're in our family or not, which is why school is on the computer. Children enjoy helping others, and letting them know they are helping someone else also helps them not to be anxious or scared. 
We also can explain about the vaccine and how it will help us all be safe. And maybe soon we can get together and see each other like we used to do. Younger children love being part of a plan. When you speak to your older children, it might work better to not only talk about safety, but to also talk about the science of the disease. As a family, you could each do research about specific information and then get together to discuss it. In the discussions, there may be further questions that come up, and then you would do further research. It may take a little extra time, but it is well worth it in order to provide peace of mind for your children. People can isolate, even in their own homes, and this is not healthy for children or adults, especially since we're already isolated from the outside world. Electronics have been beneficial during this time, but nothing compares to interaction in person. It has been scientifically proven that human touch is vital in the development of physical and emotional health and well-being. There are few creative ways to bridge that gap. The walks in the sunshine does wonders for the body and the spirit. It is also good to see others in the flesh, even if there's no physical contact. Hearing the human voice can also be comforting. So don't hesitate to call others and use whatever means you can to stay connected. These have been my personal opinions, observations, and experiences. If you need professional help, please, I urge you to seek it out. Our conversations about loss, grief, and emotional well-being are necessary and perhaps well overdue. Be a part of these important conversations. Thanks so much for joining me today. I hope to visit with you next time on Exposing Grief.